Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Pastor Sergio Delamora, and I cannot tell you how excited I am about you joining us today. Whether you're on the road, you're falling off the road, you're weary of being on the road of restoration, there's hope for you. And today I have the great honor and privilege to continue a conversation um, and to bring you into this conversation I'm having with Pastor Bren Prescott. He's the pastor of Free Chapel in Orange County. And Pastor Ben, it's great to have you. Thank you, man. Love you. Grateful to be here. And most people don't know that we met each other in Australia. Yeah. Nearly, uh, I think it must have been 10, 11 years ago. And uh, yeah, we were we were on a skate park in uh, Melbourne, Australia back in the day. That's right. Yeah. And now we're podcasting. I oh, know. <laughs> it's come full circle, bro. Today, um, for those of you that are listening... Uh, we're going to talk about the power of one day at a time. Hmm. I've seen that. I've heard that statement all of my life. Just live one day at a time. And it's almost aggravating when people would tell yeah, me that. Yeah. Because it seems overly simplistic mm-hmm. and unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But you've gone through a process. Yeah. A painful process. You're, you've led through a storm. And one of the things that you said in the previous podcast episode, you said you discovered what it was like as the Bible says, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. You discovered what it was like to live step by step. Yeah. And I want to share a verse of scripture. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk to us about how to live the power of one day mm-hmm. at a time. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 and 34, everyone knows this verse, but I'm going to read it because it needs to be read. Seek first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. He will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, hmm. for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough. Jesus made it clear. The power of living in the kingdom is to live one day at a time in the kingdom yeah. and not to worry. Yeah. When you were going through pain, the pressure of walking out the process that you were in, um, you could share a little bit about the process if you like. Um, how did you see that the power of living one day at a time was so helpful? I think it. I think it's helpful because I think it's it it, it simplifies very pain is very complicated, trauma is very complicated. It's very layered, and and because when you really when people really experience true pain and trauma it, it won't just it, it's not it's multi-dimensional it's body soul and spirit and and when when you get hit body soul and spirit i mean that'll rattle your cage in a big way and i think the power of of just living one day at a time or even one one step at a time because for some people living one day is too big of a step it's it's that's not one step that's about five steps yeah and and for me um i I learned to break down i mean early on i would break down the day and a day for me was about four steps okay (laughs) and 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 because you were going through a lot because it was a lot it was okay so you're and and you could share with people what is it that you were going through that had you live this traumatic life or how to take these drastic steps of just living four steps at a time so Mm -hmm. be it well you know the 
for me, you know, just facing the reality of of uh, that that I was in, in going through a divorce, that my marriage was over, um, and the the, the the circumstances surrounding that, I was carrying obviously the weight of of the effect of it on my kids, um, carrying the weight of of um, you know the, the the church that that you know we were we were leading um the staff the team its effect on the staff its effect on the congregation um and and questioning to be honest questioning whether i could do it again whether i could get up and preach again whether i mean it, when you're in a space where you're breaking down a day into four steps you're not feeling like you're ready to get back into a pulpit and you know preach hope to people and so that's i was just trying to process all of it and and when you're experiencing the trauma of what you're going through and and like i said earlier when it's hitting you on on multiple levels body soul spirit, spirit you know your soul is your mind your will and your emotions and so when everything is just completely feels like it's been dismantled in one foul swoop, um, it's, it's, you cannot possibly, it's, it's the human body, you know, we're, we're not conditioned to be able to, to cope with it. That's, that's where people experience PTSD. That's where people experience real, true, severe anxiety that's crippling because it's too much did you ever feel as a pastor that it was strange that you were going through this if most of the ministry that we do as pastors is to help other people go through yeah this? yeah yeah and that's that's a part of the journey for me as well is is you feel like uh what you feel like you you've you you're a loser you feel like I'm supposed to be preaching hope to people. I'm not supposed to be the one that needs hope preached to me. Yeah. You've missed it. That's what you feel. You feel like I'm not I'm not this big great powerful preacher. I'm not this great leader. If I'm such a great leader, how come I wasn't able to leave my home better? The word said, I'm 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 just being honest with you. Yeah. This was these were the struggles for me. The word says if you you're not fit to lead your own home. You're not fit to lead the church. So I'm, I'm sitting at home all of a sudden faced with the broken marriage, asking myself before God, am I fit to lead church? Have I failed so bad that this is, this is it? This is, I'll always love the Lord and I'll always, but should I just become a small group leader in the church and just attend and, and be faithful and tithe and, love my kids like so it's it, it's it, at the the point for me was i got to that point where everything was on the table everything 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 so your the, the construct of your world came apart uh-huh and what was normal was no longer normal mm. what was not normal was normal so living an abnormal life became normal yeah yeah you you it's it's a it's a mess. It's, it's a mess. It's it's a you know I think one of the 
one of the, the traps we fall into sometimes in church in an attempt to, and, and the motivation I think is right, but in an attempt to try and stay in faith is we minimalize the pain of what we're actually really experiencing in an attempt to try and maximize our faith. And every now and then you'll go through something that's so, that's such a disaster that it's a freaking mess. Mm -hmm. Like that's the only way to describe it. And there's no way to try and make it look like it's not a mess. Like there's no spin. No, there's no, there you can't. There is no spin to no, this. No, there's no spin to this. The, I mean, this thing's a freaking disaster, bro. That's that's what it is. And and I think that's actually a, uh, an incredibly freeing place to come to because that's where you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm out. I'm done. That's This is it. But that's that's when God is does his best work. Because if, if I'm trying to minimalize my pain, it, it's almost insulting to God because then essentially I'm sort of, I'm not saying it, but essentially I'm saying the fullness of my pain, God, you can't handle. So let me, let me dull it down and pretend like wow. it's not so bad. But when I go to God and say, God, this thing is a freaking mess, that's when I maximize my God. I show even though it's a mess, I believe that you are able enough, great enough, faithful enough, and good enough to take the fullness of this complete catastrophe and still do something great with it. And giving them the control and giving them the control of the outcome. Yeah, and just... Don't you, he doesn't need, sometimes we try and give God help he doesn't need. He doesn't need me to try and pretty it up for him. He doesn't need me to try and cover the, the, the parts of it that I think he doesn't know what to deal with or it's too icky or it's too messed up or it's too traumatic. No, no, no. When I'm weak, he's strong. So why am I trying to make myself strong? I'm better off just going to him in my weakest state and saying, God, this thing is, you couldn't even write a book about this. I mean, this thing is nuts. But I still believe that you're able. I still believe that you're God. Take it and do whatever you want to do with it because I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm when done. When a person is, that is listening to this, I'm not sure what state they're in. I'm not sure if they're in a hotel, in a hospital, on their, on their bike or in the gym. Whoever's going through pain right now, mm -hmm. not only do they need to hear this, but I want you to share with them. You talked about you broke your day up in four steps. Uh -huh. Because for some people, how do I just get off the ground? Yeah. And get up and go to the store. I don't even want to go to the grocery store. It's too depressing because I'm going to see families. Yeah. I'm going to see other couples. Did that ever happen to you? You yeah. went to Target and you saw the couples and you were like, hold it, stop. Yeah. yeah. This is too painful. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think you've got to, I think when, when people are right in, in the thick of it, I think firstly, I think wise safety and multitude of wise counsel. I, th I think you've got to have wise counsel. Okay, so would we say this step one? Around you, yeah. I yeah, think step, step, one. step one, because step one sometimes, don't, don't underestimate how screwed up your thinking is when you're in the midst of trauma. 
your own thinking is you're not making right decisions always. And, and sometimes, and in those moments, I think you've got to be really mindful and self-aware that right now my own processing is probably off. Okay? So I'm very susceptible to doing dumb things saying things I shouldn't, contacting people I shouldn't, calling people I should I, I need to right now be really strategic about who I have around me and who I don't. And in those moments, you got to be real. You're so fragile. you got to so be fragile. real careful. Careful. Wow. You're listening to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. And Pastor Ben, if it wasn't because each podcast has a limit of time, I would just keep going. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to encourage you to listen to the third episode. Uh, You shared step one. We're going to go through three other steps. Um, Whether you're on the road, you've fallen off the road, you're tired of being on this road, stay on the road. God is faithful. Pastor Ben, thanks for sharing your heart. Can't wait till the next episode. Please share it with a friend. And I really know this. Your best is yet to come. Mm. God bless you.